At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the D.C. CityCast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is the D.C. CityCast on a Monday, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. How was your weekend? Was it relaxing? Was it fun? At least it wasn't hot as uh, cannonballs out there. Not a bad weekend. Um, I do want to quickly tell you that I've won my last six bets at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Six in a row, baby. Because we knew DC United was not going to lose yesterday in Wayne Rooney's debut against Orlando, even though they scored two extra time goals. That was fun. Two to one, DC United wins. DC was at plus 130. Slight value play, slight victory for your boy. And I've won six straight. I gave out the Nats uh, under strikeouts for Anibal Sanchez Friday night. It was four and a half. He struck out four. And I gave out the Cardinals as well on Friday night. So we're, we're on fire. So you can either ride or die uh, as we look at the Nats and the Mets tonight at Bed River Sportsbook. The Mets are huge favorites, and there's a reason why. It's Max Scherzer versus Patrick Corbin. So we'll preview that coming up. We'll also get into the Commanders. I, I love Ron Rivera's approach to training camp. He's not, um, what's uh, the word when you... You're not mincing words. He's not doing the press conference speak. He's saying, we're, we're not looking that great so far. I respect that. I like that. I want more of that from Coach Ron. Deshaun Watson gets six games, six games, and 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 Cleveland right now, as I check out Bet River Sportsbook, plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're getting their franchise quarterback uh, sooner than a lot of people thought. I thought he'd probably get a year. 
But they knew, right? They knew that he was going to be available this year. They would not have done what they did, signing him to this huge contract, all guaranteed, no matter what. They probably had this nudge, nudge, wink, wink deal with the NFL. So we'll get into Deshaun Watson comparing his suspension to others that just uh, you know pull out their their app and bet on a football game. They got a year. It's it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and um, there was something else. But that's what's all coming up. We got a packed show, plenty to discuss here on the DC City Cast, presented by our very good friends at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, which reminds me to remind you that uh, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is serving up big wins with our new weekly profit boosts on all tennis wagers. Visit betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right. Log in every Wednesday and automatically receive a 20% profit boost. And now you can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 888-532-3500. And there's some local tennis today. In fact, um, with Andy Murray at the City Open. He's a big-time favorite, by the way, um, against Ymir, I think is his name. Yeah. So I think it's Murray minus 335 or something at Bed River Sportsbook. So lots to get to uh, locally as well with uh, the City Open uh, in full swing, kicking off today. All right, let's kick off with the uh, – Washington Commanders and uh, still at plus 8,000 to win the Super Bowl at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. But I will say this. I am loving and respecting Coach Ron Rivera's approach this training camp. He is being very blunt and very straightforward about how they have not been that solid or that sharp or that focused so far in training camp. It's not the... Well, we'll get better. Hey, each day is, you know, you know the usual coach speak. He basically is saying, we've had some really rough practices. I've had to put some people down. I've had to tell people we're not looking good. I've had to tell people we're not sharp. And that, my friends, is what I like. And you should, too. The coach speak is thrown out the window, and he's basically saying exactly what he's thinking. Now, sometimes he doesn't say exactly what he's thinking when it comes to other issues with the football team, but he made it very clear on day one, this is, will be his focus. All that other noise, not his problem anymore. It's all about getting this team ready to win some football games. Bet River Sportsbook, they're what, seven and a half is their total for wins this year. They're favored by four against Jacksonville in week one, and then they're favored by a, a point and a half week two at Detroit. First preseason game is the 13th against Carolina. I think they're like three-point favorites. Again, preseason football. Yes, we're going to dive into that. We're going to be brave souls. We're going to wager on some preseason, but... This is good to see the coach challenging his players. I know it happens everywhere around the NFL. I get it. I understand it. But not so publicly, I think, as Coach Ron has been saying. Uh, Saturday, he was like, we didn't look good at all. We've got to get better. And I love hearing that from your head coach privately and publicly. Because as a fan, I'm going, yes. Yes. It's okay to challenge your players. How about that in the year 2022 to say somebody's not looking that great and to challenge them, maybe motivate them rather than be worried about, oh, there's going to be pushback. People's feelings are going to be hurt. No, no, I love it. 
I love it. Tough love from Coach Ron. He's old school, man. He's not going to just change his uh, stripes and become something different. He's gone to a Super Bowl. What it could have, should have maybe with Carolina won that Super Bowl. So there is evidence that his approach works. Year three, big year. Carson Wentz, I guess, has looked, you know, decent in these practices. I know that there were some interceptions or whatever in practice. Again, I I, want to say it's practice. This is when you are okay to make mistakes. Because it's not just the commander's coverage. I look around every other, you know, team in the NFL and they'll have a video of, oh, look at this terrible pass from Baker Mayfield. In practice. It's what it's there for. Get those mistakes out of the way. Defense always ahead of the offense. That's like the week one theme, right? Again, it's practice. And we're not going to be able to really make judgment calls until we see Carson Wentz in action against another uniform. We've all been there. Practice play is different than than preseason or regular season play. That's the most obvious statement I've ever made. But you remember that at any level when you had practiced against your own teammates. It just wasn't the same. Just wasn't the same. Offense, defense, it's still your teammates. So August 13th, when they face off against Carolina, that's when we're really going to start saying, okay, we got something here. Uh-oh. Uh, issues abound for for the commanders and their quarterback situation. Which, by the way, at Bet River Sportsbook, it is the commanders minus two and a half against Carolina. That's at FedEx Field. Total is 135 and a half. And we've got our first preseason game coming up, what, Thursday night? Holy crap. It's here Thursday night. Even though we all are like, ah, it's just a preseason, everybody's going to be huddled around the TV on Thursday because we finally get to see at least a little bit of real football. Raiders minus one and a half against Jacksonville, the Washington Commanders' first opponent. 32 and a half is the total on Thursday night. 32 and a half. <laughs> so, as we as we get ready for this NFL regular season, let's let's eyeball some of these early opponents for the Commanders and we got a chance on Thursday to see the uh the Jacksonville Jaguars in action. The uh big news this morning was Deshaun Watson only getting 6 games and the the one thing that just stood out from this was in the decision by the league. So the NFL now, it's not just judge, jury, and executioner for Roger Goodell. He's got, I think, two people that help him make these decisions and uh, decide on uh, these suspensions. And um, so he gets six games. And for violating the league's personal conduct policy following accusations of sexual misconduct... The thing that really stood out to me was part of the agreement, part of the suspension is moving forward, Deshaun Watson can only go to team-authorized masseuses. 30 women had made claims or were prepared to make claims against Deshaun Watson and his former organization, the Houston Texans. Dude clearly has a problem, right? So I hope that part of the deal also is like not only do you have to only use team 
authorized masseuses, but you need some therapy. We never really hear about that. Maybe a little bit with Ray Rice, anyone to anger management. But this league, uh, look, they've got a ton of fans. This will not hurt the fandom of the league. But I wonder how Cleveland Browns fans feel. Not only did they get this guy from the jump, but now he's out six games. Almost like a, only six games. We're lucky. But it just shows you, man, in this world that we live in and the NFL, it's all about winning and throw character and all that crap out the window. He wasn't convicted is the big defense. He wasn't convicted. The league suspended Ridley a year for, what, three or four bets on other games in the NFL? Not even his own team. A year! Now, you can't compare apples to oranges, I guess, in this particular case. Maybe you can. I don't know. But that's the first thing I thought of was, my God, the dude got suspended a year for doing eh, something that he shouldn't have been doing. But my God, I would think that would be like a two or four game suspension. The league is sponsored by gambling websites. It's not like it's still this hush, hush, you can't talk about it. Homeboy, I think it was five or six bets online. Dumb parlays, by the way. He lost those bets. (laughs) And he got suspended for a year. Talking about taking an L. Deshaun Watson, all these allegations. You read the stories. They all seem very similar. It was his move. And he is... Paying out all these people with all the money that he's making, and he got six games. So basically, in my mind, a slap on the wrist. And yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out if I was a Cleveland Browns fan, I guess I would be a little bit like, yeah, not a great character guy. Not a great character guy, but if he can, maybe if he can help us win some games, I don't know, man. It's really tough in this day and age. But that defensive, hey, he wasn't convicted. Wasn't convicted. So let's say he was convicted. That's the thing. Let's say he was convicted and he stood trial and then he was found. Is that the same? I my lawyer, lawyer, my lawyer speak here. Let's say he was arrested. I don't think so. He was never arrested for it. Would that have made a difference? And then let's say he was arrested and found not guilty. Would that have made a difference? I don't know. Maybe they would have waited for do process, and then do a uh, their own investigation and then suspend him. But I think that Deshaun Watson is thanking his lucky stars or maybe the team already knew that this was the likely outcome when they signed him. And my other question about this is, when he was coming out of Clemson, there were zero red flags about his behavior. See, that's the thing also I wonder about. It wasn't that long ago he was at Clemson. So they do all this background check, they do all these investigations, and they never saw any red flags with this guy. Or maybe they did, and it's just, you got talent, you you sweep it under the rug, and you go, you know what, he's just so good, it doesn't matter. We got to take a risk. And then he, he missed the entire year in Houston on his own uh, accord, right? He didn't even want to play. So there are a lot of bells and whistles, red flags about this guy now in Cleveland. I'd be concerned if I was a Cleveland fan 
But yet, at Bed River Sportsbook, they still got a pretty decent opportunity. The odds aren't so bad for them to win the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> plus 2,500. Uh, Watson, by the way, has always denied the wrongdoing. No regrets for any of his actions in these massage sessions. But like I said, the fact that the team is saying, or the league is saying, you have to only have sessions with these masseuses from your team. He was obviously addicted to the the uh, excitement and the difference and the, and the manipulation of women. Again, he said he didn't do any of it. Um, Jacoby Brissett, that's my email, or that's ESPN. Jacoby Brissett is the starter. Uh, Watson has taken the majority of the snaps with the first team offense, but I guess since he's suspended, he can't do anything until he comes back for week seven. So that's the big news from the NFL and, uh, the Cleveland Browns have got to be happy. Absolutely. As an organization, this is good, good news for them. All right. When we return here on the DC city cast, we've got the Nats and the, uh, Mets. We'll preview that at, uh, Bet River Sportsbook. It's a it's a hefty sum if you like the Mets. Should we play New York and Max Scherzer? We'll do that next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handran from Beeson. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor. Download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Washington Nationals hosting the New York Mets tonight and a former teammate of Max Scherzer. After winning on Saturday, the Nationals with a come-from-behind dramatic victory over St. Louis, Josh Bell, Got that home run to lift them to the victory. I was thinking, okay, that's a good boost offensively. And then they come right back on Sunday and just lay an absolute egg and get blanked by St. Louis 5 to nothing. This team is so difficult to uh, gauge. Well, here's what's not hard to gauge. They had five wins in July, six wins in July, something like that. Embarrassing. Reboot is embarrassing. Losing is embarrassing. The the roller coaster ride is embarrassing. The starting pitching, we don't know what is going to happen. They had F- Eric Fetty was an emergency scratch on Saturday, so they had to go to the uh, 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 Paolo Espino. He gave up three bombs. Like, what are they doing? And now we got the trade deadline coming up. Got the Mets, who are in first place in the NL East, uh, visiting the Nationals tonight. So for a, for a sorry team, there's actually a lot of storylines going on. Josh Bell, who had that homer the other night, probably going to get traded. Will Juan Soto get traded? The back and forth of, yes, he's going to get traded. Oh, maybe he won't get traded. Um, it's, again, we're not going to know until Tuesday. Will one team want to pony up all of their prospects at all for Juan Soto and knowing that Juan Soto wants to get paid big-time bucks like Daddy Warbucks? What are they going to do? The Nationals will be in the listening mode, obviously. Three teams out there that have been mentioned, what, San Diego, St. Louis, L.A. Dodgers, usual suspects. So we're in a wait-and-see approach. I still think Soto gets dealt. 
I love the back and forth with the big time uh, newsbreakers in baseball. Well, maybe this won't happen after all. Well, of course not. He may not get traded. The likelihood is that he will. ESPN's what Jeff Passan said, 80-20. I'm in that camp, 80-20. It's like your diet, (laughs) 80%. How you stay fit, 80% of that bad boy is what you eat. Other 20 is that fitness, 80-20. But it's not the worst time to trade Juan Soto. And I say that because... With him or without him, they're, they're going to stink right now. Like, he is a bona fide superstar. And we saw how effective he can be when he's got other big bats around him, too. And that's, if I'm another team, I go, look, when they won the World Series in 2019, they had Anthony Rendon. They had Hendrick. They had Soto batting. They had bigger bats helping him in that lineup. Now, okay, you can argue that they brought in Cruz and they got Josh Bell this year. But those guys... You know, they're hot and cold, too. Bell probably should have been an all-star, but that's that's two bats, basically, that you got in your lineup that, that scare people. If you had Juan Soto, say, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Cardinals, oh, my God, you're going to be terrifying this postseason, terrifying next year. So it's almost like this is the perfect time, actually, and I hate to do it if... You are a Nationals fan. I hate to say it, but it is a good time to deal him. You're what? 35 games under 500. You sign her this big deal. Do you have any other money for anybody else? Like looking into the the future, if you sign Soto to to this huge contract, like what are they going to do to help him out? That's the other question too. So I am still in the camp. That Juan Soto will be dealt by Tuesday's trade deadline, which is tomorrow. My God, it's already Tuesday. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. And if you check out Bad River Sportsbook, I said this last week. Like, look at some of the teams that are in the Soto running, and maybe you want to put a little sprinkle on them for their future bets. Like uh, the Dodgers are at plus three fifty to win the World Series, but if they get Juan Soto, you think I think that goes down like to plus two fifty. Like, he's that good. Yankees aren't going to get him. Uh, let's see. Padres right now, plus 2,000 to win this, the World Series. And the St. Louis Cardinals are at plus 3,300. So if those teams are being discussed as possible landing spots for Juan Juan Soto, I may think about putting a little, a little bit of a, a topping on one of those squads because you get a good value now. And then when Soto gets on that squad, holy moly, you get a better value because the odds will come way down. Just a thought. So a disappointing loss for the Nationals yesterday, kind of a thud um, because Saturday's victory was solid. Relief pitching has been very good, actually, of all the things for the Nationals. But their bats are just so hot and cold, man. And checking out Bet Rivers tonight, the uh, Nationals... Taking on the New York Mets and former Met, excuse me, former National Max Scherzer, who's looking pretty darn spry, getting all that money too. I mean, why did they? I mean, geez, they got strong. <laughs> Another big name that left DC via trade, and they got the big money with the Mets. The Mets tonight minus two fifty at Bet River Sportsbook. Nationals plus two ten. 
Run line, minus one and a half for the Mets, minus 143. Nationals, plus one and a half, plus 120. Total tonight is eight and a half. The Nationals have lost each of their last 10 night games against NL East opponents following a home loss. So the trend is the Mets. That's your friend tonight. But again, as we have chatted about this many times, they are such an overwhelming favorite at minus 250. Don't blow the bank. Is that the expression, don't blow the bank? Yeah, I think that's right. So, Mets, Sprinkle, minus 250. Max Scherzer is not going to lose against his old team. But I will say this, it's always, even when he was with the Nationals, he never got great run support. There was never like the the blowout 11-2 victories. It was always a 3-2, 4-3 type game. I'm leaning towards taking the under 8.5 as well. But then you look on the flip side of who's facing Max Scherzer tonight, and it's Patrick Corbin. This guy has stunk all season long, except for maybe his third through sixth start. He has lost 14 games this year, which is the most, most in MLB. Kicking off August, Patrick Corbin, 4 and 14, 649 ERA. Scherzer is 6 and 2, a 2.09 ERA. So here's the thing. When we think about the over under eight and a half, that's the dicey part. Is you factor in Scherzer's gonna mow down the Nationals, but can Patrick Corbin at least keep it respectable? My God, I don't know. May just stay away from the total and just sprinkle the Mets. Scherzer v. Corbin, Mets on the road. They've won three straight on the road. Washington 16-38 and 38 at home. Mets 33-20 and 20 record in road games. Not bad, 64-37 and 37 overall. Got the second-ranked team on base percentage in the NL at 326. Mets have won 8 of 11 this year, or 8 of 10 this year. So they're 8-2 and two against the Nationals this year. So everything points to taking the New York Mets tonight. And again, don't go heavy because stranger things have happened. What was that? The Dodgers, the the Nationals took two of three from the Dodgers. First place Dodgers last week when they were prohibitive favorites. So be smart. Don't go overboard. Don't go crazy. But just put a little sprinkle on the Mets. I will too. And I'm going to make it seven wins in a row at Bed River Sportsbook. Seven wins in a row, bro. But as we all know, when you're hot, you can get cold real fast. We're sort of like the the Nats offense, man. can look so good one week and then crashing and burning our next time out. When we return here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, have you seen how much these NFL teams are worth? And the Washington Commanders uh, owner is sitting on just Scrooge McDuck duck type of uh, money because of the value of his franchise. We'll discuss that. Plenty more next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. The uh, Washington Commanders have, of course, a horrific and terrible owner. And I don't know if you saw this, but the NFL valuations, the most valuable franchise in the NFL is... 
the Dallas Cowboys at $7.64 billion. Rams, $5.91 billion. Patriots, $5.8 billion. Giants, $5.73. Fifth is San Francisco at $5.18. Bears at six, five billion. Jets, $4.8. The Jets, man, I guess because of New York. And there are our Washington Commanders, eighth most valued franchise at $4.78 billion. So despite sucking for 30 years, despite having a terrible stadium, despite having sprawled out training camp, despite having a terrible owner, despite changing your name, still keeping your dumb colors, still not doing anything about your practice uniforms, $4.78 billion. Now, I forget what Snyder bought it for. It wasn't over. It was like maybe $700 million in 1998. Let me look how much he bought it for. Maybe $800 million? $800 million in night. My God. Like, what an investment. So in 1998, 24 years ago, he bought it for, and I remember that day like it was yesterday. Holy crap. Dan Schneider. No, it's Snyder. And there were other guys who were going to buy it, and they got bumped out. Uh, they had bad credit or something. <laughs> Can you imagine applying to buy an NFL team? <laughs> oh, we need to see your bank statements for 30 years in a row. Um, so at $800 million in 1998 to $4.78 billion. So that, what is that? Like 10 times over its, its value is quadrupled, not quadrupled, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? So if he's sold right now, he's, you know, he's good. He's, he's, I mean, that's what, 40, I don't even know the math. It's so ridiculous. Why would you not, if, I guess he doesn't want to go out. He wants to go out on his own terms. He wants to go out on his own terms, if he's ever going to go. He's not leaving, though, until he's actually forced out. But if you're Dan Snyder, win-win. It's like, hey, if they force me out and I got to sell, I'm making oodle stacks. I can chill on my yacht forever. The amount of money that these teams are worth is staggering. And he's still completely in control. Yeah. $4.78 billion. And that's not even close to the Cowboys who are almost worth twice (laughs) what you are. The last place team, by the way, Cincinnati Bengals. Runners up in the Super Bowl, valued at $2.84 billion. Lions, 2.86, second to last. Jags, 2.94 billion. Bills, even though the Bills, great fan base, great crowd. It's just the market, 2.9 billion. Arizona's only 3.1, only. Cleveland Browns, 3.1, and the list goes on and on. Bucks, 3.2, yada, yada. Ravens, 3.4. The Chiefs, $3.5 billion. So, yeah, it definitely pays to invest in buying an NFL team. Unfortunately, here, we've got the worst owner, And he's still sitting on top of the world until he finally gets pushed out of here. Who knows if that will ever happen. He did what he testified last week. Still haven't heard a thing about what he said. I'm sure he said everything is fine. We've changed. We've turned the corner. Our uh, organization is in better hands. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He's the worst. And from the worst to one of the best, uh, was very, uh, very sad to see the passing of Bill Russell yesterday. 
Uh, 88 years old. Great run. He was the kind of guy, though, that I thought was going to live forever. He was everywhere when it came to the NBA Finals. You saw him tweet. You saw him being very active, even though he was uh, advanced age at 88. Seemed spry, seemed happy. And he was a legend, not only on the court, off the court, civil rights. Uh, you know, it, it was a, a, quite a life that he lived and a legacy that he leaves behind. And that was, uh, that was sort of jolting. Like, oh, dang. Oh, man. So Bill Russell, rest in peace, 88. I'm sure the Celtics are going to have a big, uh, a big celebration of his life coming up uh, next year. Celtics, by the way, are one of the favorites to win the championship. In fact, they are the NBA favorite at Bet River Sportsbook at plus 450 to win the NBA title. Bucks plus 600, Clippers plus 650. Clippers! What? Plus 650. I guess they're thinking Kyrie's back. Not Kyrie, uh, Kawhi. You got John Wall, et cetera. Golden State's plus 650. But the Celtics, man, watch out for them winning this one for Bill Russell next year. Um, and maybe the thinking is they're still in the running for Kevin Durant. I don't know. Would that is that still a thing? Is Kevin Durant going to be on a different team next year? I'm still thinking yes. So I got Kevin Durant, yes, will be traded. And I'm still thinking Juan Soto will be traded tomorrow. Like the wheels will be in motion. There would not be a mention of said trade if it's not going to happen specifically in today's world of Twitter and social media and a player who's upset. Now, Soto can't really force anyone's hand. It's not as prevalent in the in, in the majors as it is in the NBA because once a player is, all oh, his feelings are hurt, he's out. Doesn't want to deal with adversity, he's out. So they'll accommodate Durant. Let's say Kevin Durant will be accommodated before Juan Soto. Absolutely. But I'm still sticking with both teams. Excuse me. Both players will be traded by their respectable, respective teams. Durant sometime late in the summer. And then by tomorrow, sadly, I have to say, Juan Soto will no longer be a member of the Washington Nationals. Now, what team is going to give up all that loot and prospects? Remains to be seen, but I'm thinking I'm thinking San Diego or Los Angeles will be in the mix. Because they did business last year. Could they do it again? They'll be heartbreaking for Nationals fans, but logistically and from a reboot or whatever they're doing, it would make perfect sense for the Nationals to deal Soto and get a boatload of talent and prospects in return. So we're in the wait-and-see mode uh, for tomorrow. All right, so let's recap what we are doing tonight. We're taking the Mets, not too heavy, taking the Mets and Max Scherzer against his old team. Um, I would take, let's see if these strikeout totals are up yet. I would take over the number of strikeouts for Max Scherzer, whatever that may be, because he wants to show his old team, yo, you should never, never let me go. Um, I'm trying to see if we have any pitcher props. Yes, we do. Strikeouts. Show. I would have guessed six and a half for Max Scherzer. His total for K's tonight is seven and a half. Yeek. But I'll still take over. I'll say he has like nine strikeouts. So give me Max Scherzer over the strikeout total of seven and a half. And I'll take the Mets for a pittance, a small play 
uh, at minus 250 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. So there you have it. All right, we'll chat tomorrow. Appreciate you checking us out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Do me a favor, download, subscribe to this podcast, and follow me on social media at J. Frank Hanrahan, at Bet Rivers, at VEASAN Live. Appreciate you. We'll chat tomorrow. Enjoy your Monday. See ya.